freebrooklyn.org. I came in too early a second ago on the, uh, I came in too early on the, uh, oh, everything's breaking. Can you guys hear anything? Yep. You guys did. hear yourselves? Yeah. Oh, I hear you. Yeah, I hear everything. I you interrupted hear, the commercial, uh, Radio Free Brooklyn commercial, hoping to get a doc for that. Hey, this is No Suggestion, everybody. Uh, this is an improv comedy talk show. I'm your host, Ralph Jean-Pierre. We got special guest co-host, Jake Joseph, back in the building. Hello, everyone. If, if you don't see, he's doing one of these pump-up mm-hmm. bounce. This There was a name for this move in the 90s. I don't remember. It was like... I have no idea. This is just me being fun. Yeah. That's how I wake up every morning. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah, that's nice. Do that, and I just have some eggs. Uh, <laughs> all right. And today's special guest, we got Julian Hernandez. Am I saying that right? That's totally correct, yeah. Can I say AKA Juby, or is that not a... <laughs> you can say AKA Juby. I love that. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah, perfect. Um, Julian is... Uh, what is this? Hiss? You guys hear this hiss? Yeah, I hear that hiss. Yeah. I got a hiss in here. All right. Hopefully this hiss is not in the... I don't know how to... Okay. I was about to push this button and it says nah, son, right here. So I'm not going <laughs> to do it. I'm just going to live with this hiss. I don't know what that is. Uh, I'm going to put my phone on airplane mode and see if that helps. Maybe... Nope, that did that did nothing. Okay. Um the hiss is nice texture, I think. It adds a texture, it makes it feel mm-hmm. grainy, like we're in a sort of improvising in a Wu Tang music video. Yeah, exactly. Uh so uh Julian, uh uh oh Jake, would you ask this question? This is how I want to start. Would you ask that question you just asked? Sure. Okay. Uh, literally, like two minutes before we went on the air, yes. I asked the question: What is the difference between Comedia dell'arte and Clown? <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> great classic. So question. deep. We're starting so deep in the weeds. Let's go. Let's go there. Uh, how? When people ask you, and, and I want to get to all. When people ask you what Clown is, what do you tell them? What's your answer? I What's, should do a large survey of this. This is a great question. That's a great question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I usually say like uh, physical physical performance from like a place of joy. Like, damn, that's succinct. Yeah, like just like that's the broad broad stroke to me. Damn. Okay. When people ask me, I sometimes I say it's an engine of performance. I like that. I don't. Uh, somebody else said that to me. I don't. Uh, it's hard to describe, man. Does this? What do you think clown is based on what we've just said? Uh, I've done clown very limited. I did one yeah. workshop at the clown gym uh, mm-hmm. and it was awesome. Shout uh, out to clown gym. Yeah, shout out to clown gym. Recommend it. Um, and I, I think like uh, physical performance from a place of joy makes a lot of sense. I also think like engine for performance also makes a lot of sense. Uh, yeah, I think they both work if you... I think they both work if you've done clown. Yeah. If that, but I think if you're watching Clown, I'm not sure if that helps you understand the art form. If that makes sense. Well, I, I'm also like not precious about what Clown is, mm. and I think there's a lot of people who are like, "This is Clown, and that is not Clown." Mm, yeah, and that's yeah. that's why I like Engine for Performance because it's like I I breathe Clown into everything I do is how I like to think about it. Um, I'm not sure what you are calling that, but that is not that is not fashion. It isn't fashion. So, what? T- what? Taylor, um, what? It's just not fashion. It's I've been. Uh, it I'm, could it could be called maybe like a topiary. Mm-hmm. 
like a like a shrub that has been carved into a shape. A shrub that is apt. That is quite apt. Yes. Yeah. That is strong. That is I, that, that's resonating with me. It's my chakras are aligning when I hear that. But when you call it fashion, I start to I start to my spine starts to sink and not want to be inside of my body. But I've been but I've been work but I've been working on, I've been working on this dress all year. I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been wanting to be like you guys, right? I've been just wanting to be fat fashion guy like you guys. Yes, yeah. Albert. Yes, yeah. I understand that. But when you when you call this this piece fa- fashion, yeah, I start to I start to envy my 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 mother who's in the grave. Mm-hmm. I start to envy. Mm-hmm. Billifer to... has great mother envy. Billifer has great mother envy. My, yeah, I I've envied my mother all my life, but now you make me envy her death. When you call that fashion, you make me envy her death. Yes. So I, I'm supposed to call it a to, to, a to, what'd you say a topiary? Topiary. A topiary. Yeah. Well, this to me, this is fashion. And when you say that it makes you wish you were dead, it makes me. It actually makes me wish I was dead. You asked me to remind you that your shift at UPS will start in a half an hour. You asked me to remind you of that. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, right before you walked in. So you said to remind you. Yeah. Just remember the clock is five minutes fast. So. So but really, we, we do have 30 minutes left. When you call your piece, the, this kind of top piece, the shirt piece that you brought into the classroom, fashion, mm-hmm. when you call it fashion, I start to regret not voting for George W. Bush. I start. I start. Wait, you start to regret not voting for the, George W. Yes, Bush? Yes, because I didn't vote for him. But you voted I wish for John I, Kerry? Yes. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. wish, I wish I had. I wish I had voted for George you know, Bush. How would you, teacher, respectfully, and I'm going to speak up for myself for the first time in my life respectfully oh Oh, albert how how dare you how do you think that i I would have made a different top if george if george w bush well he's what he won so even if he did cancun i'm just gonna grab your hand because i need a little support yes Mm -hmm. yes yes. he won so even if you did vote for him it wouldn't have changed anything i'm just expressing a feeling of inside of what i feel albert because you brought this 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 piece in that has contains some sort of plant leaves and bird feathers and yeah, because organics are important. Okay, organics are inside of me, and I want them to be outside of me as well. That's my vision. That's why I work for UPS is because I love all the time I get to spend outdoors and in a cart that got no doors on it. Okay, that's me, and I know who I am. I don't think you know who you are or what any of, any of this any. I don't think you know what fashion is. De- oh. Describe fashion for me. Uh, I'm going to just sip my. Yes. Croix. Okay. You know. You know what? Cancun, please. If uh, you have uh, any yes. words, yeah. I Cancun. Will, Go for I will, it. We have I will describe fashion for you. It is the covering of your body. Hmm. That's the end. Yes. Okay. So but so. it is the covering of your body in a way that is not camouflage. Camouflage is all about not being seen, but fashion is about being seen. Oh, oh. so you're saying that fashion? Okay. So you're saying that uh, military can't be fashion? How about them? How about them Nazis? Uh, Ca- Cancun. Please, uh, I would, if you if you want to, sure, yeah, okay. Look, yeah, help, look help. at you. You look like a topiary. If you were to and go I into, I still don't know what that is. Yeah, but if you were going to go Gramercy Park and you just stood next to a shrub, no one would know you were there. So how could this be fashion? In the same way that if a Nazi went to a concentration camp, he would just look like every other Nazi he would there. Look, he would blend in. Yeah, the he uniforms are everybody looks the same. Okay, if you're in nature, you would be of nature. You would not. Okay, so okay, but what if okay, but what if I'm a, what if I'm a bush in a in a bunker? 
If I'm a bush in a bunker, then I'm standing out. Have you never heard of a potted plant? A ficus? A ficus is a bush that lives in a bunker. A fi- you, you, you couldn't fight with a fi- You can't fight with ficus. You can't fight with ficus. I don't know what you guys are talking about anymore. If, this is supposed to be my assessment for my end of year design. This is a big part of your grade, all right? Like, think about it. If you were an enemy soldier and they saw you in a bunker, they would not shoot at you because they would think that you are a potted plant. And that's bad. It's bad to not get shot at. We that. don't know anymore. You, who, who teach? Who teacher? Tell me right now who teacher. Who teacher? Tell me right now who teacher. I, I teacher. Okay. Ken Kuhn is teacher assistant. Okay. Exactly. And where are the rest You're of your students? students. <laughs> and where are the rest of your students? No one wants. No one has showed up today. No one wants to take this bum class. No one likes this class because you is mean. You have 12 minutes to your shift at UPS. There's no way 13 minutes have eclipsed. I have an incredible sense of time. That topiary is ill-fitting. I don't think it's yeah, fashion. That is, what are, you, what are you trying to say? You're a sundial? You're measuring how the sun is casting a shadow along this room? I deliver packages for a living, okay? I know, I know my estimated time of arrival. I know, I know, I know what time it is right now. You know what I see when I see you? I see a post office man that can't that can't hack it. And so they, they dress up like a tree so that the dogs and the birds and the cats don't notice them as they try and sneak mail into their owners' houses. Cancun. Do you know what I see when I see you, Cancun? Tell me. I see everything that I never want to be. Of course. I, want, I see sad little man who, who couldn't cut it, who couldn't cut it um, in one of those... Um, in one of those, um, um, uh, como se llama, um, the, um, the like, um, designer shows. Albert. Yes. I'm I couldn't cut it on say yes to the dress. Sure. That yeah, one. Yeah. And so now we were you both voted off. Now you both teach and teacher assistant. Well, guess what? I'm out there in these streets with these people. And what people like is leaves. Albert, you answer me one question because I think I understand you. You tell me right now, in your UPS van, there are approximately a hundred boxes that I counted. What are each of those boxes filled with? They're all filled with one thing. This shirt. This shrubbed shirt that I'm bringing to all of my favorite customers. Because people like me, and I like them, and I don't like being here. FIT can suck it as far as I'm concerned. And you two can go to hell. Cancun. Hold my hand again for support. Give give Albert a B minus. I will write it down. And I'll take that. C B <laughs> Wow. Uh, I don't know where that went, but that was Dave, y'all crazy for that. <laughs> <laughs> my God. That's beautiful. I feel like I feel like Albert was growing in that scene. Yeah, always got to have growth. Wow. So that's what this show is. Okay, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah I have no yeah, idea. Exactly. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about whatever we're talking about. Could be we have to finish answering your question. Um, and then at any point during the show, anybody can initiate an improv scene. Hopefully, based on what we're talking about, anybody can call. The scene will last thirty seconds or three minutes or however long it lasts. Anybody yeah. can call scene. And then uh, hopefully that happens at least four times. We get at least four, three more scenes in before this hour is over. If we do more, that's fantastic. If we do less, I will feel like a failure. Uh, I want the next scene to last for 45 minutes. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The, The work.
Um, and uh, oh, this is this is a good way to. Okay, I'm gonna finish. Okay, Comedia del Arte versus Clown. Clown, Comedia. Fuck, it's hard to talk about because I only really know Comedia through the lens of the group we were yeah. both in for for what a summer. When was that? It was like five years ago. God, that well, that must have been like 2019, like four years ago. Yeah, at the at the latest. Yeah, maybe. I think so. Yeah, probably 2019. Um, so Comedia is like it's a bunch of stock characters that are kind of represented by masks, and it's a very stylized form of play. And the stock characters all kind of have the, this conceit of, which is very functional at the time. They all live in a village. There's some really rich people who are, who are usually uh, con- conniving and, and uh, greedy and some very poor people who are usually maybe also greedy, but also just poor and sad. And uh, and then there's all these different stock characters, like a very Mr. Burnsy kind of guy yeah. and a very Kramery kind of guy, you know, uh, that's uh, so the a pantalone and a brigella. There's all these different stock characters and they get into all these, uh, it's like a cartoon basically. Mm-hmm. They get into all these. Well, it's like stock characters adventures. that have existed so long Forever. that just like you see them in like the Simpsons and the yeah. Muppets and like everywhere. Mm-hmm. Truly. Yep. And there's like seven or eight of them that if you do commedia, you know them and you know how to play them and you know how to live in these masks and you do this very stylized version of play that feels like cartoons. Yeah. Um, and usually, well, not usually. Really, the way it's taught in Brooklyn, New York in 2023 is <laughs> if you do clown training, it's a really easy entryway into Commedia dell'arte. Mm-hmm. It, it helps you, like, give the mask life. Gotcha. Does this make any sense? Yeah, no, it just okay. makes perfect sense to me. Okay, yeah, yeah. beautiful. Um, this, is, this is super <laughs> nerdy, like, in-the-weeds theater talk. Yeah, let's go theater. You and Oh, 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 uh, yes. So ooh, ooh, ooh. I have I have so many thoughts, but so you tell me what is it? What's the what's your title at the BCC? Do you want to talk about this? Uh, we can talk about okay. work. That's yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah, okay. Um, I'm the managing director there. Managing director. What what does that right. mean? Yeah, great question. Yeah, um, I'm I'm the. <laughs> Should we have bowed when you walked yeah, in? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, okay. I did, but I'll do it again. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna curse Brooklyn you, right? Comedy Collective, wonderful theater and school here in in well, it's not Williamsburg, but. In Williamsburg, Brooklyn, who knows what? Dude, who knows? Are. They call it East Williamsburg, and East I'm like, Williamsburg. that ain't a place. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, yeah, here in here in Brooklyn, a wonderful comedy school and theater. But yeah, you're managing director there. Yeah, what does that mean? I'm the only full time employee that works there. Whoa. Um, uh, other than like the owner, um, it's oh, really real. just kind of him and I, and like we have a, we have a lot of people on staff and a mm-hmm. lot of people that I oversee, but. Um, yeah, I'm kind of in charge of like day to day at theater and like what classes look like and what pretty much what everything looks like over there. Um, that's it's incredible. That's uh, beautiful. Speaking of Comedia dell'arte, so you are like the greedy rich man. <laughs> Who are the poor people groveling to you? Okay, that's yeah. What, yeah, I'm definitely the greedy rich man. <laughs> uh, that's to- that's totally what's happening. You're the pantalone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You have so no funny. idea how much money how much money running an improv theater makes you. Yum yum yum. Um. God, no, dude, it's crazy. I'm uh, to be honest with you, like it's been really fun working this job because it's like I, I studied at UCB and I studied at IO a little bit in Chicago, and like never really had an incredible community experience, mm. um, and always felt like a little otherized, being like Cuban person in the space or like child, like first generation immigrant, um, like with what I found funny, what worked for me. I just like felt really restrictive in a lot of other spaces, and so like having this job, it's like okay, cool. How can I try to make this like 
cool community space for people and like space for people to like express what they think works comedically and like work on that in like a real and true way. Um, which has been like really fun and really rewarding. If that makes sense. That I'm, makes I'm being total vague. sense. Yeah. As you said that I couldn't, all I was thinking about was, and this is fucked up because they're coming back, but I must say this, this is how I truly feel. What's the name of the actor from the blacklist? Um, the lead actor from that show, The Blacklist. Is it is it Alan something? No, he's like a uh, uh, uh. He was like the villain in in like uh, Age of Ultron. N- James Spade. James Spader. Yeah, yeah, James Spader. Yeah, yeah. In the eighties movies, <laughs> how he was, you know, he was in the he was kind of always the blonde, yeah, villain, you know, in the Molly Ringwald movies, or at least in one movie or something. That's what the UCB felt like to me. Just a bunch of nineteen eighties James Spaders. Doing sketch and improv. Yeah, it just like didn't feel like a place where it felt like I was welcome. And it also felt just like so competitive. And I feel like I'm good at what I do. Yeah. Uh, and I've worked at it for a really long time. And just felt crazy that I spent so much money on classes there and so much time trying to like even just like make friends, build community. And I feel like it's like, you know, I spent maybe a year and a half of my life there and like maybe two years. And I have like two friends from that time. <sighs> I like broke my ankle during one of the classes and couldn't finish it out. And they did not give me my money back in any way. Ooh. Didn't give me a credit. And it's like, it's shit like that. Me, even give you a credit. Right. And it's shit like that where I was like, man, this is just like, this is not meant for someone like me. Like when I moved to New York, making five twenty five at a restaurant, like an hour and just like doing this thing. I was like, I can't afford to do this shit. And like, I don't feel well, I don't feel welcome to do this shit. Yeah. Yet. You don't feel like they care at all. If yeah. You, ooh. Yeah, so Ooh. just trying to bring like human and like you know we're all just trying to like do art. I love the I love theater, um, and I just like I think it's like really fun to try to like bring that there and have people feel like they have a home where they can like perform and like meet people and like no one's like really judging anyone for shitty reasons. Mm. I'm out here judging shows because I give a shit, right? But yeah, like yeah. I'm not like judging you on anything that you shouldn't be judged on. If that are you makes sense. are you comfortable in that sort of? Uh, I'm assu- I think we're like similar in age. Maybe we're the same exact age. Uh, I don't want. I don't want to out you on the, on your age here. I don't know. I don't know how you feel about that. But um, just uh, put your fingers. I don't up. No one can see them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Except for this. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, it's But I feel like one of the things that is kind of weird to to slide into, especially given the story you just told, is like you then sort of become like a big brother figure. Right. You start to be responsible or take on the responsibility of usher ushering younger people in and trying to help facilitate a better experience for them. Right. How does that how do you wear that? How does that sit on you? Is that comfortable? Is that something you're excited to do? Is that something that's a little bit uh, I don't know. Yeah. What I, is I, your big brother mask? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I love it. I think it's like really fun. I because it, well, it's not even fun, it's just like rewarding, right? Mm-hmm. It's like rewarding to be able to be like, oh, I've been here. Like I've been producing shows so fucking long that it's like, I've been here. I know, I know what it looks like. I know what it's like to be like, Oh, I'm having a hard time meeting people. How do I put this show up? Like I'm constantly off work hours, just like taking calls with people that are like students at the theater or people in the theater who are like, I want to do the show and I don't know how to do it. And I'm like, word, let's like talk about it. Like, let me be a resource to just like talk shit, like spitball and just like give you ideas and like of how to put a good show up. Hey uh, Julian, uh, Ralph and I really want to do a show where we um we fill we fill the audience with snakes. Okay. 
Uh, but some of the snakes are fake. Like nine out of ten snakes are fake. Okay. But there's like one real snake there. And none uh, of them are going to be poisonous. By okay. the way, so we're not crazy. Ten yeah, 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 percent yeah. of the snakes are real. Ten yeah, percent yeah. of the snakes are real. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's called ten percent of the snakes are real. Um, and uh, they will bite. The ones that are, I, 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 we're not, we're not demanding that they bite. We're not training them to bite. They won't come. But I, I they're sure bitey snakes. snakes bite. Yeah. 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 Snakes, snakes do bite. Snakes do bite. Snakes do bite. None of these snakes are venomous. Right. And, and only 10% of them are real. The fun part, though, yeah. is that the fake oh. snakes are poisonous. So, like, yeah. if, uh, you know, venomous is like, if it bites you, you die. Poisonous is if you bite it, it dies. And so why do you think anyone in the audience would bite a, 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 a fake snake? Oh, it's part of the show. Yeah, it's, but it's a big part of the show that they'll bite the snake. So you guys are seeking to hurt people? Am no, I getting this correct? We're seeking if, to put on a great show experience, and we want your guidance on how to do that. If they bite the snake, the snake dies. Oh. Yeah, the people are poisonous here. Oh, the people are poisonous on the snakes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. The snakes are not venomous. Wow. It's They're, really a metaphor for climate change, okay? I don't follow. Respe- respectfully. It's just like, okay. So, Hold on, you don't follow? Yeah. Think about it. Snake bites you. Think, think for a second about it. You bite snake. Everything dies like the Ouroboros. Climate change. Isn't the Ouroboros that it never dies? Is the snake constantly biting itself and then biting itself? and then It's, it's just the Ouroboros of biting. <laughs> okay, wait, 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 wait. Ouroboros is not a snake biting itself over and over again. It's eating its tail endlessly, right? Am no, it's like the, the image in the sky. It's like an image in the sky that only appears at night. And it's of a snake biting itself. That's the Ouroborealis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Am I crazy? Listen, boys, I want to help you out. Look, tomato, potato, it's the same thing. Let's just put on the show. Let's just, I we we want you to spitball ideas with us to make this shit, to optimize this show. Because we know it's a great idea. Mm-hmm. But we want to make sure that we have, uh, like, arranged it so that the audience gets the full, not only laughter, but the message. Right of the, yeah. cli- the of, cli- of climate change exactly yeah and, and what are you trying to say about climate change Sorry that I wasn't clear on it's that. it's like inevitable but also you're not going to see it coming because nine out of the ten times it's a fake snake yeah okay so you're saying that climate change is inevitable but nine out of ten times it's going to be fake is that exactly. is that's that's both of your according stances? to uh, according to uh, science yeah think about it like science. how many times has it snowed but the earth is still getting hotter. Nine out of ten snows are fake. But one of them is real. I really wish I could help you guys. I really want to help you guys so bad. But I just don't think we're aligned. We're just trying to find community. Yeah. We just came out. We just both finished level three. I took it twice. We both just finished level three. Level three what? <laughs> level th- hey, level three what? It was just a level three. Are you guys? Oh, I know what this is. Oh, okay. I actually know what this is. You guys are fucking with me. Oh, you guys thought it'd be really funny to, oh, you thought it'd be really funny to waste my time and be all like, I have an idea about Snake Show and 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 just make me look stupid. Are you guys filming this? Ralph, why does everybody think we're fucking with them when we break up our we show? Were, we were really excited to finish level three. Yeah, we we want to help Who's people your- understand about climate change, man. What, why are you saying our show is not I, real? Comedy has to be has to have a purpose. It can't just be just fun and jokes and games. You got to leave a message with the audience. Really? That's what I've been learning in level three. Who's your instructor for level three? Take take a bite of the snake. Just take a bite of the snake. Did you say Kirsten? Yes. He's not supposed to be teaching anymore. Kirsten, Kirsten does not work. Kirsten does not work for us anymore. 
Oh, God. Fuck. The snake bit me. Put the sandwich down. The snake bit me. Oh, God. Don't hold the sandwich anymore. Oh, jeez. It's not poisonous. He's just bleeding. I thought the I thought the only live snakes were. Oh, they're not. No, I'm sorry. We're wondering I'm if so we're going to get a discount code. Yeah, yeah. We get <laughs> God, y'all are fucking crazy for that one. Y'all tripped me up way too much at the start of that one. <laughs> what am I supposed to say? Well, was, at what point? At what really point did you beautiful. realize that this was a bit? <laughs> well, the second you were like, well, no, when you were like. We want to pitch you a show. I was like, I know you're not being serious. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. I know you're not being serious. It was. I thought it was. A, I thought it was a nice buy, though. That was very nice. Yeah. Um. Um. <laughs> what? Where, where? Where did I want to go here? But it's hard to tell when we're just uh, uh, three people. Just three people standing around, me- messing around, or if we're, if we're jumping into a scene. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? What? Uh. Where? Where is your? I. I'm just realizing. I don't think I know. Hmm. This is where I want to go. I don't think I know anything about your life outside of comedy. Totally. I think as a fellow person, I'm, I don't mean to be this way, but I do know that sometimes I can be mysterious as a fellow mysterious person. What, what, what is that mechanism like for you? Is that, Oh, I just like to, am I, I'm private or you're just like, I don't mean to be mysterious. I just am for me. I don't mean it at all. No one's ever been in my house. No one's ever been to my oh, house. Really? None of my friends ever come to my house. There's nothing there. I got a bed and some pillows, and there's, n- there's absolutely no reason. I just, I just am like that. I, I don't even like being alone. I want people to come over. I never invite anyone over. Wow. I'm. Uh, That's actually like that, way. that. That that really is like kind of touching to me. Yeah, it's very sad. You should. Yeah, you should invite people over. I'd, I don't I'd know love why. I don't. I'd love to hang out sometime. I think around. I'm convinced that nobody wants to come. And yeah, it's see. a deep. It's deep. I'm deeply convinced. People consider me mysterious too, but it's largely because I operate my life like a board game. Okay, elaborate. Whoa. This, this, I'm not being serious. Oh, okay, at all. okay, okay. I was. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. See, this is what I'm saying. When are we joking around and when are we jumping into a scene? You'll never uh, know. Um, no, to be honest with you, I'm like, I, I really view myself as like hard on my sleeve kind of person. Mm-hmm. I'm like fully honest, fully open. I said that to you beforehand, right? It's yes. just like, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to hold on to any secrets because I'm not good at remembering uh, if I if I should be lying or not. You know. I see you that way. I see you as very open, but I also see you as, and I know you in a very specific context. Totally. But I also see you as someone. I I'm like, oh, I think this person is great. I know nothing about you. Totally. Well, I feel like we, you and I are just always like uh, we're ships in the night. Uh, you know. Um, but I, but I also do. I, I've thought about this about myself a lot. Of just like I'm. I like being alone. I've been like living alone for the past year and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, and I really enjoy it. I really enjoy time spent alone. And then what's crazy about like being someone who's like a performer improviser who works at a comedy theater is it's like, I'm at work there. And so like, sometimes people are like, let's talk about uh, like sexuality or let's talk about this. And I'm like, we're at work. Mm-hmm. I'm at work. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I want to keep that line clear because it's like, these people are my employees or these people are my students. And it's like, I don't want to be like crossing. I don't want people to feel uncomfortable and I don't want to cross boundaries. Just know me as the guy who works with you and I'll be loving and I'll be honest and I'll be straightforward. Mm. But like, if you want to get to know me, let's do it outside of the confines of this place. I really love that as a teacher. And I, and I sort of, I don't feel guilty about it, but I do feel I can see like my students look at me and like want more for me and want to be close to me. And I just 
know the feeling of looking at them was I cannot give you that. If you enjoy what I do at my job, I that means that I cannot ever maybe in three years when you're way out of this school and doing something else, but as of right now, like I'll give you everything I have in this space. You're right. But I cannot give you anything else. The second I'm done teaching, I'm like, I'm just like I'm done teaching this class. I'm like, I'm just some guy you know now. If you mm-hmm. want to like hit me up, talk about stuff, hit me up. I'm just somebody. But through the course of the class, I'm like, I'm gonna be teacher. I'm gonna give you everything I can as teacher, but like not beyond that. Yeah. Um because like I think it just sounds like messy. another mask from yeah. Yeah, Masks, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. it it does become a mask. it does feel because it's like yeah, I can I can only be this right now. Like, I lo- I can't tell you how much I love that you're saying that because there, sometimes I talk to people that at least they appear to they probably have full awareness of it, but they don't mention it. And I, or when I was in college, it took me we called all our teachers by their first by their first names. Mm-hmm. It took me a year. I couldn't do it because there was an internal part of me that was like, this is messy it turns out it wasn't that messy but i was the 19 year old me was like this is too messy i'm coming to you to learn i'm relying on you to learn i know nothing and like i feel like if we get too familiar uh, it could be weird didn't end up being weird but i was worried i like truly try i believe this so much and i'm talking to friends about this all the time i'm trying to like axe away at that constantly Mm. because it's like i think that the like sense of like there's hierarchy or like I look up to this person, I idolize this person, which like I have not to be like e- egoist here, but like I've seen happen with students with me mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. I'm like, I, we're in the same boat. Mm. Like I've been doing this longer than you, but we're like actually doing the exact same thing. And you putting me on a pedestal does nothing for either of us, Ooh. like doesn't help either of us. So like, let me teach you. You paid for that class. Let me teach you. And when we're done, let's just like be people who know each other in the same scene. Yeah, that's like a big part of, I think, I, I'm not a teacher, but I, from what I'm understanding about pedagogy now is like it's moving away from this idea that you are the teacher, like the head of the classroom, the like the the tyrant of the space, yeah. and uh, and like everybody else is the lowly little serfs. And like, um, and it's moving. I, I remember when I was back in Baltimore, we were revamping our education curriculum. Uh, and we had a consultant, Keisha Zoller, come in and talk to us about uh, anti-racism and diversity. And one of the big things that she really had us look at it was Keisha like... Keisha Zoller, a fucking astronomy club? Yeah, Keisha like Zoller. Shout out, dude. Yeah, yeah. Keisha Zoller is one of my heroes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of my queens. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, taught me so much about how to be a great improviser. I mean, yes. I didn't do any improv with her. I did sketch and she did like uh, improv education pedagogy about it. And one of the things she was like, yeah, there is this power structure and you need to be aware of it. And so we moved away from calling it a, a classroom to just a learning environment and uh, uh, rather than being like i am the teacher and you are my student it's just i'm a facilitator, facilitator. and we're all here together mm-hmm. on the same playing field and i i think that really changed a lot of how i viewed yeah the class like the class the learning environment uh and like, yeah that that's exactly what i was gonna say and i'm so glad you said that it was just like i'm a facilitator i've been mm-hmm. doing this longer than you sure so like let me guide us through these things i'm learning so much like I, I had kind of stopped doing improv a little bit pre like the two years before the pandemic, just cause I didn't feel like there were opportunities for me to really do improv, um, so much, right? Like I had an indie team and it's like, we performed every now and again. Um, but then when I, like after, after, after the pandemic, mm-hmm. um, I found myself teaching and I was like, holy shit, I'm learning so much. 
Mm. In all of these classes, I'm learning so much. And this is like such a rich experience for everyone. And I'm like so grateful for all that time because it's just like we're all in this space. We're in a learning environment. And like it's scary to be on any end of that. It like requires you to like give yourself and be open and honest. It doesn't require you to, but if you don't, I don't think you get anything out of it. Um, but it requires you to be like open and trying your best and you learn so much. It's like, oh God, it's so, it's so nice. Sometimes I'm like, I love my life. And other days I'm like, I cannot get out of bed. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 <laughs> no, I, I, I totally get that. Yeah. I think I do. I, I find that teaching, uh, like in, in any form was truly one of like the most tumbling experiences I've gone through. Yeah. Yeah. I really, okay. I have two thoughts I want to. Gave and the first one, I have now. It's become three thoughts. I uh, I do want to say whatever you just alluded to is something I feel you allude to a lot in Juby. <laughs> your your one your one person show, which totally. I fucking love Thanks so much. much. Jake, I highly I highly. Uh, uh, I'm gonna be at recommend. one of the shows in the future. Yeah. <laughs> I feel uh, so weird. I'm like, oh, I can't. I, like, I have to go to your show now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so stupid. It's so but stupid. It's it's just it's so funny. It's so you. So full of great jokes. So full of incredible music that you make on the spot. And you're like rapping and singing. And there's characters in these wild bits. And there's video. Oh my gosh. And I know you're touring and traveling around. But I do want to say one of the things that I love about that show is how. Um, without being, what's the word I'm looking for? Not droll, uh, 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 some sort of word around that. Without making the show too heavy, mm. you are very transparent about, yeah, sometimes my feelings aren't, uh, the happiest. Sometimes they're dark. Sometimes they're, they're whatever they are. I don't want to. Yeah. And yeah. So when I saw your show and still now it was, what was that about four months ago? I was like, where I am now, which is kind of at the tail end, but like in the middle of like the, one of the worst years of my life. Damn, sorry to hear that. So, dude. so it was just like that before, and before that, never anywhere near that. Never. So when you're like, yeah, sometimes I don't want to get out of bed. Before a year ago, I never knew what that felt like, and now it, within this past year, I don't think I was ever depressed, but I was like sad, and I, and I remember thinking at the time, man, I needed this show. I needed to feel this, and I needed to be able to be able to laugh that much not yeah. at it but inside of it dude th first of all so kind so so kind uh my friend frank saw the show and he said something that i think is like i was like yes that's exactly it is he was like <laughs> he was like i was watching and like at some point i just had the thought of like oh my god we're all gonna die <laughs> he was like i just like looked around the room and i was like everyone in this room is gonna die yeah. oh my god we're all gonna my mom's going to die. We're all going to die. He's like, and then you made some stupid fucking joke immediately. And I like did a huge laugh and totally forgot that I felt like that. Wow. And I was like, yes. Cause also to me, that's like, that feels so much like immigrant, uh, like person of color story is like, dude, dealing. I think, I think we're all first generation Americans. Love this. Yeah. Oh, wow. Amazing. Yeah. yeah we all are. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, wow. feeling like, Shit is so heavy, but also like I gotta survive. I gotta, I gotta survive, right? Mm -hmm. Like I gotta survive, and like laughing is so much fun. But it's also like I'm thinking about all of the worst shit constantly, constantly, because it's like it's plagued my family. It's plagued like so much of us, right? Um, 
but but like there's like the positive shit right the silly shit and holding both of those things at the same time is like so rewarding to me because that's how i i feel right is like had a hard conversation with my i'm going in i'm honest had a hard conversation with my brother he's a huge addict last year he was staying with me for like a year or for a month after he got out of jail um really really hard conversation he like stormed out and i was just like sobbing 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 and then just like dying laughing just like losing my mind laughing and everyone says crying and laughing are next to each other Mm -hmm. but it's just like recognizing like wow i feel terrible and i can't stop that feeling and like I feel thankful to feel I like feel thankful to be feeling this. And it's so silly that I found myself here feeling like this and this will pass. This Mm. will pass and I'll do this again. And like, Mm. I'm like, no feeling is final. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, that's awesome. That's incredible. And I love that. And I find myself feeling that whenever I'm at my lowest, it feels funny to me. And whenever I feel like really high and really funny, I'm like, I'm thinking about all of the lowest things Mm, and it's just like, I try to be as balanced as I possibly can. And I just think it, I don't know. I love it. And I, I I love it. Yeah. I agree. I, that really resonated with me because I kind of going back to like the first generation American experience, like coming to improv, uh, like as a first generation American, you have all this expectation put upon you. Like you have to be this very specific person that strides the line of an American, but also exactly what your family want and to like live up to the risks that they took to brought you here and like all this other stuff. Right. Uh, and uh, I don't know, I came into improv feeling like, oh, I failed to be that person. And that was like such a huge weight on me. But then improv and comedy was like, oh, no, all of what you're here to do is to like revel in your failure and mm. to like live embody that and to not run away from it. But to that's see a lot it fully. of what clown is. Yeah. Revel in your failure. I think improv yeah. is like that. And yeah. there's probably, there's so much inter, inter, oh, intersection yeah. of that. Yes. Just, uh, you know, all comedy is like that, I think. And so the idea of like, oh yeah, like I could come to this space, even though I'm like, I'm, you know, the, the failure of what I should be. And I didn't do the things that my parents wanted and all these things, but like, actually that's great. Like I can actually be that failure and that's fine. And right. Like yeah. expressing that failure and feeling that failure is like totally fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, it's actually like rewarding. I don't honestly resonates with people. Honesty resonates with people and I'm just like, uh, uh, improv got me so used to failing, right? Got me so mm-hmm. used to tanking. I tanked on stage so much in college and it's just like, oh, okay. Okay. I know what that feels like. Mm. And like, if I can fail and not be like, shit, I failed, but I can fail and be like, totally. Damn. Didn't that suck? Yeah, like yeah. people are like, oh, that's funny. Right. Like that's like, oh, sure. Cause we all just want to see like someone expressing themselves in like an honest way. What's true to them. It's making me think of a bunch of things. One being, I just watched part of a podcast yesterday or today with uh, this comedian who has, I'm just going to shout him out here, Ali Sadiq. He's a stand-up from Mm -hmm. Houston. He has two specials that just came out, a part one and part two of the same special called Domino Effect. Maybe the best specials I've seen in the last five years. Hell yeah. Fucking so is just a black dude from Houston who tells stories about life of crime and jail, but like really fucking funny guy mm-hmm. and, yeah he's uh, very funny but uh he 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 uh he said that he's like and this guy's like very independent like i think runs his own uh comedy theater in houston or at least as part of one like and just like tours and just like is it kind of a self-made dude you know um and he's like yeah my mom is a college like full college professor my both my my mom has a master's degree my dad ran his own business my sister is like a, a lieutenant in the navy like bob he's like i'm the failure of the family you know what i mean like yeah so it's like even with everything he's accomplished 
somehow being in there's something beautiful about being in the in the arts that's like you're you're all you're almost always a failure no matter how good you do you're just the failure it's just there's just that residue on it and there's something beautiful about having that stink on you you know what i mean uh jaded 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 what's yeah mama you got to wash outside but mama, I'm just gonna go right back outside and play. You make you're making the whole hutch stink. Our hutch stinks. Our hutch stinks. You got to be outside and wash yourself outside. Jetted, come outside. We're making a mess again. Come outside. Mama, can I go outside and make a mess with with Kimberly? You and Kimberly go on and make your mess just before you come back inside. Wash yourself under the, get under the water, get all the way under the water, Jedit. No, Mama, it's scary. I could drown. <laughs> Jedit. Mama, stop. I showed you how to, I showed you how to close up your nose with your fingers, and I showed you how to, how to tick your head in and out of the water for air, okay? When you feel like you're not getting air, it's because your head is in water. Tick your head out of the water, Jedit, and get air. And go back in the water, all the way in. No, I'm not going to go all the way in, Mama. And I'm not going to use the outside water. It's so cold out there. You think Kimberly can't smell you? I like it. Okay. Kimberly. Kimberly's my. Kimberly. Mama. Kimberly's my. Get it. Mama. Mama. Kimberly, I'm going to say it. We've been rolling in the filth together. That better not be a damn euphemism. It's not it. No, we've been literally no, we've rolling, been in, rolling in the okay. That's, that's but, why we smell like this. Oh, okay. she is my girlfriend. Yeah. And we touched hands. Chad, did you told me when you were six that mama was always going to be your girlfriend. Well, mama, I'm not six no more. I'm nine. <laughs> we uh we had some chicken last night and we split the wishbone. He got the big piece. I got the wish. And mama, you know what I wish for? That Kimberly will be my lawfully wedded wife one day. Jetted, you're nine and you have not bathed in three days. This boy hasn't bathed in three. Let me get out the window here. This boy hasn't bathed in three days. I know, because I've been making him filthy. <gasps> yeah, and guess what? Kimberly ain't bathed in four. <laughs> you, you darn kids. You think I stink? Get a get a whiff get a whiff of this bra. You're now you're telling lies on Kim Kimberly. Come here, oh God! Yes, heaven snow falls from the heavens pure, Lord, and it is soiled by the earth. Release your cherubims, I, Lord! I am the earth, Mama. She's speaking in tongues. Soil your son, Lord. Let your apostles of holiness clean and bathe this filthy, filthy heathen child, Mama. We have decided to wait until marriage to bathe. <laughs> yes. We will we will make a covenant with you and him and me and God. I've torn my moo asunder. Oh mama, that's your best moo. Look at it. It's stained. It is now a sackcloth of grief. Climb out that window and roll in the filth with us. If I climb out of this window, I'm ascending into heaven with God. No, Mama, you gotta come out the window. Papa's never coming back, and you gotta leave the hutch. Yeah. Mama, it smells inside that house. I'm calling you, Mama, yeah. even though... <laughs> Why are you, just, call, well, you already calling her Mama? I we know, took a big step just it's, now. Well, it, this is gonna happen one day. So, like, look, 
I'm going to be your daughter-in-law one day. You're going to be my mother-in-law. But like one thing is every time he's opened the door for me, it stinks inside there because you've never left. Yeah, mama, you take an inside shower, but the inside water smell like eggs. I haven't replaced the inside water because I keep thinking if I change anything from the way your pa left it, that he's never going to come back alive. Papa's been gone for three years. Yeah. All right. <gasps> I'm undoing my hair. Oh my, it's so long. <laughs> I haven't seen it uh, down from that updo. I'm coming outside. And I'm going to give you my blessing to be married. What? Oh, I think there's like a towel tangled up in your hair. Like you, you tied your hair up one day and just forgot about it and your hair just grew around it. It's mad. It's mad. It's all matted and dreaded. Okay. All right. I didn't take very good care of this. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. But you know what? I would thank you for blessing. Do you think it's worth it to love him even if one day he might go away? I will go away. All of us will go away. That's God's plan, Mama. Have snow falls from the oh, heavens. Oh, it's gone again. again. <laughs> <I've seen. laughs> oh, okay, beautiful. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, yes. That is beautiful. Um, <laughs> there, man. I I just want to say I'm so I love. Uh, thank you for sharing that 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 honest is very i think that's exactly the same feeling i felt in your in watching your show and that's a beautiful i don't know if it's a gift or a realization that you have to just i'm going to share and be honest it really is like uh what's the word G- generous thanks so much generous is the mm-hmm. best is the best way i can put it that's so truly is it really offers a lot it makes me uh think about in what we were talking about before oh Okay, good. I remember to talk. Boom, boom, boom. Trying to, trying to, um, how do we, that's part of what this show is about. Is to tr- I'm trying to like help the marketing, help tell the story of what improv is in my own little tiny way with this little tiny podcast. Help tell the story of what is improv to educate an audience that might be like, what are you talking about? I, you know, to consider like, hey, this might be a fun thing for you to do on a, Thursday night or a fun thing for you to watch on YouTube or whatever. Um, But yeah, I'd love to hear your thoughts, if any, about how do we do that? How do we educate (laughs) an audience that does not want to know about improv to know, hey, this is just an option for you and all the entertainment that's available? Oh, man, it's so hard. Yeah, we were talking about this before where it's just like, I think improv is so tough to sell people on because they got to see it and it's got to be good. Yeah. Um, And a lot of it's not or a lot of it's okay right a lot of it's like okay that was all right yeah, yeah um yeah. and which that's, is also beautiful but yeah yeah right it's i think that's wonderful to watch but yeah. like uh for the average person it's just like okay sure um i don't know dude it's such a challenge i i think it something i think about a lot is also just like you know i love theater and everything you kind of alluded to this jake of like everything is theater of like stand-up is theater and improv is theater and like stand up wants to act like it's not theater and you theater wants to act like it's not stand up. only other person I've ever heard say that stand up is theater. It is theater. That, oh, and it's like, <gasps> it's all theater. And I think people, cause you were saying like, yeah. why do people buy into stand up, but don't buy, like people get the language of stand up, yep. but don't get the language of improv. Um, and I think it's just because we've like seen it so much and because they're being like, this is not theater. This is for anyone. 
and like improv on its face is like this is theater like it's like you're mm. watching people do a live performance uh and doing scenes right wow it's th- it's yeah. just theater i the amount of people that i have to tell like that stand-up is not making things up on the spot no they've practiced this a million times in every conceivable way to like get it perfect like uh the fact that they're tricking you into thinking that this is improvised like they're, they're thinking of this on the spot is the performance itself like and they're like wearing a costume yeah and they are they have blocking like it's like it is th- it's theater right yeah, it's yeah, like it's absolutely. just so clearly is mm-hmm. and like they but, practice when to pause right. and stuff like yeah. that because like they know a laugh is going to come and not stuff. only yeah. is it theater my because i i've been i i also feel this way and i would go so far as to say not only is stand-up theater but in america it's the most viable theater. Yes, mm-hmm. that there is. It's like a. Yeah. It is the current American theater. Yes, mm-hmm. um, yes. And everyone's like so hype on it, and I'm so, I'm usually so bored by it. Oh, uh, just because it, and I love stand. I well, not I love stand up because what the fuck is it? Mm, right. It's like what yeah. do you mean by that? One person by themselves in a microphone, clown. It could be stand up, right? Is mm, it's like mm-hmm. it, it, what are we talking about anymore? So like that is a layer of it. And then I also just think it's like good improv needs to be accessible to people and people need to be putting on good fucking shows is I just like see too many people gravitating towards improv. And I'm not even talking about BCC. I'm just talking about what I've experienced doing improv for uh, whatever the past 11 years Mm -hmm. is like so many people gravitating towards improv because they're like, oh, I don't have to prepare anything. Mm. I can just like show up and do whatever the hell I want. And it's like, sure. Sure, I'm not preparing anything, but before like Taylor and I do our show, Havana Clubby Bacardi, we just like, sh- we have never rehearsed and we just like shoot the shit for an hour. We just like talk about where we're at and we like hang out, right. just, like talk about like feelings where we're at. And then we like get in there, we do like a really intentional show, create like good show environment for people and then do like thoughtful scenes, do like thoughtful, funny, emotional, engaging scenes. And it's like every, I call it the best improv, the best improv show in New York City, and I will stand by that. I love that fucking show. Um, To even have that as a goal, like because what you were saying, like a lot of a lot of improvisers don't want to even go so far as to call themselves comedians or actors, right? um, I honestly struggle with that. Yeah, yeah, taking on that identity. I just think of myself as a guy that likes improv. Yeah, both. Honestly, yeah, yeah. That's so funny because to me, I think. Uh, like I did a Shakespeare project last year. I might have asked you to be in it. I did a Shakespeare project last year, um, in the last two years. And like my collaborator, who I love, she's like, okay, but maybe we should find some actors. And I'm like, fuck that. Like, if I can't do this with just a bunch of stand ups and improvisers, I don't want to do it. And this is like Shakespeare, Shakespeare. But I'm just like, I can't believe I said no to that if you did ask I me. Don't, to do I, that. I don't know if I did, but I'm just thinking you were probably somebody that came to mind. Yeah. For if it. you ever do it again, please invite me. Yes, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I'd say it's, it's, I want to, I'm going to talk more about it. I should talk about it. It's a Shakespeare play that imagines Henry V uh, as Nipsey Hussle. Um, Word. Yes. Nice. Into that. And, uh, uh, but like, yeah, my collaborator was like, we need to get real actors. And I'm like, I don't know how to say this, but I'm like, honestly, there isn't. I don't know if I can think of an actor in New York that's as interesting as a seasoned improviser. Yeah. Well, it's like that's also to me what's really special about improv and why it's, it cannot be captured on video or anything like this uh, is because it's like it, I fundamentally feel like you have to be in the room for it. It's like as an actor, you can only play the roles that you look like right? Mm. Like you can only play the roles that like you as your physical body can be, right? 
but like on stage I can play whatever right I can play like my abuela I can play like whoever and everyone believes that I'm doing that because of like physicality affectation all of these things grandma put that basketball down uh-huh. don't dunk hey. don't try to dunk grandma I can dunk I can dunk Gra- I can dunk I can dunk this basketball grandma you are 79 <laughs> years old you're coughing <laughs> put the cigarette out at least <laughs> I'm kidding. I can I can dunk I can dunk basketball with cigarette. I've done it so many times. I'm sorry. We'll be off this court before halftime is over. I promise you. Oh, with the ha- hey on the hey I'm, hey guys on the halftime show. No. Uh, you- uh, actually, honestly, I'm here for this. We need some entertainment. They canceled. Um, we. Who canceled the other basketball team? This is a, this is a professional basketball game. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's halftime. It's halftime. It's halftime. They had the halftime. They had the halftime guest cancel. They got. They asked me to do it. Yeah, grandma, you have a crazy look in your eyes while you're spinning that basket. I don't know how you're spinning that basketball on huh? your finger, but I, you have a I crazy love this. look in your eyes. Keep going. Okay. Uh, can I call you a bill? Uh huh. Uh, can I call you a boiler? Why would you call me that? <laughs> Tell me right now why you would call me that. Are you, my, are you my grandson? And I, I'm not your grandson, but I just I don't know. I, your energy reminds me of my abuela, and she she would have leapt at this op- opportunity too. Hey, what's your name, little guy? Um, my name is. Oh, no, you're being sucked in, ref. Yeah, I'm. I'm Cornelius. Cornelius what? Cornelius. ¿Qué, qué, qué tipo de qué tipo de nombre? Uh, my 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 name is Cornelius Church Devil. I understand it's a ridiculous name, but it's like Benedict Cumberbatch. Yo, oh, you, oh, oh, do you think that your name is like Benedict? Como que Benedict? Como cómo se llama? Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Benedict Cumberbatch. Yes. Yes. Okay. I like him. He plays Smaug. You know what I say? He plays Smaug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He good at Smaug. My abuela loves Lord of the Rings. I like. I like the hobbies. Yeah. I like the hobbies. I like to see what the hobbies do. But anyway, excuse me while I don't get this bad. No, I thought we got you off of that, Grandma. Please. Oh my God. I got. I put a little trampoline there if you want to do some tricks we gotta... uh, grandma honestly those your handles are incredible but please do you know that i dated kareem abdul jabba <laughs> what <laughs> even if what? that's true wow. how would you wow that, that was a I... swoosh wow yeah. wow i still can make the half course shot <laughs> oh my great. god that's you know great, what but, you know what okay. i'm gonna do i'm gonna stand right underneath the the hoop i want you to jump me and get Get it in. I was trying to get away from this ref. Please. Oh, do you want me to jump you and get it in? Yeah. Okay. Halftime must be almost over. Look, I I've forgotten about the game. I'm <laughs> really just here for our abuela. Can I call you that? Can I say that? Why would you, you call me? Oh, you Cornelius. You you Cornelius Church Devil. I'm Cornelius. I Church just Devil. met this guy. <laughs> Cor- Cornelius, it feels to me like you've lost your abuela. Yeah, I did. I did. Is that true? I did. She was a. Where she? Where she go? She was a horse jumper, you she, know, like um, she jump over horses. No, actually, what it was is that they would put a horse at the top of a diving board, and the horse would jump off the diving board into a pool of water. And where does she fit into that picture? <laughs> she didn't fit into that picture. That's why she's gone. Sorry. See, see what happens, Abuela, when you don't when you get out of your lane. Do you think that this is my fault that this guy Abuela died? Let's <laughs> say it's your fault. You, act, you acted like this is my fault. Do you know you are not good? Do you know that you've never been good to me? I'm I love you, Abuela. You, I don't yeah, well, I don't love you. You have back problems. I never wanted to have your mom. I know, I know you were young, but I'm here and I love you. Look, I These can't have this words. game tear an abuela and her ablito. Is that what it right? 
I'm sorry. What you? I don't know. Wait, I, don't, I just can't have this happen. I can't let this tear you apart. I think. I, hey, come here. Hey, come here. Sorry. Excuse me, Cornelius. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think that Cornelius is lying about being Latino. <laughs> I think I think that maybe Cornelius Church Devil is not Latino at all. I feel like maybe he just really relates to. I feel embraced by him, honestly. Doesn't that feel good to be embraced? Do you like he's like some kind? He's like some kind of boyfriend to you. He, you two, you two are like kissing underneath the bleachers. A very charming person, but no, I just like that he appreciates our culture. He's trying to use the words and. Okay, but if he's li- if he's lying, he go to he he go. He going he going to go to hell. I don't, I want you to know that I've noticed you smoke three cigarettes in the in the span of time. Yes. Stop doing that. Porque I'm going to I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, beautiful. Yeah, really so fun. nice. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you said Cornelius Church Devil. What are you talking? What are you talking oh, about? That's a beautiful name. It's like Benedict Cumberbatch. I, I just want to know how close is that was that character to your actual any of your actual grandmother? None of them, ex- <laughs> except for constantly saying that I never wanted to have your. Father. Oh, that's uh, really, that's really that's <laughs> that is nice that is a detail. rough thing to hear. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's okay. It's all good. It's, it's spicy. It's spicy. It's mm. nice to get that out. Damn. Um, okay, these are the things I want to get before the show ends. What should people know about you? I want you to plug your monthly show. And anything else you want to plug? Juby as well? Do you have any Jubies coming out in, in town? Um, I'm I'm bringing... So, like... Okay, yeah, I'll plug myself real quick. Please. Ah, I do a <laughs> monthly show called Havana Club. You have a Cardi improv show at the BCC. I love it. Really fun. You want to shout out who your duo partner is? Yeah, Taylor Gonzalez. Uh, he's an... Uh, we, we do incredible two-prov, best improv in New York City. Yes. Best show. Check that shit out. Um, yeah, and then I perform as Juby. I'm bringing uh, the variety show Juby and Friends back. Uh, resting the solo show and just trying to like generate more shit doing absurd clown stuff and making a wacky variety show where i'll be making up some synth songs for people it's the best it's gonna be fun and Uh, people can find all that stuff by following you at dude yeah follow me on twitter at the thong song or follow (laughs) me it's true um or follow me on instagram at jubleander which is the most complicated thing you could say nice nice nice. excellent do you have a, a uh, uh, late show to plug? For yeah, this? I have an improvised late night talk show called Late Night with the Foolish Boy. You can check it out July 13th at 6.15pm at the Pit Loft in Manhattan. Um, and you can follow me at Foolish Boy on Instagram. It's all the O's are zeros and there's an <laughs> underscore. So it's F-0-0-L-I-S-H underscore B-0-Y. Wow, you gotta so, get the thong song. You gotta yeah, get the yeah, thong I song. Know. It's, I think it's a little bit more confusing than yours. Not to make it a competition. All right. okay. the 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 uh, the theme for tonight's show is uh, just just be a church devil. Hey, be a church devil. Be, be a, a church, church devil. devil. Thanks all for right. having me. Oh, thank you so much for being here. This is Rob Jean Pierre. This is no suggestion. We love you all. Good night.